I walked into this house experience to prove a point to myself that I don't need to be at home. I can take care of myself and be on my own. But it's proved to be the complete opposite. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be at home. I'm going home. Like, honestly, you can hate me, but I just want to say that I'm really sorry and I just don't remember any of that. And I'm really, like, to a point where you have a right to feel however you feel. And if I were you, I'd be angry as Apparently, the way you were acting is if you don't I don't remember it. If I remembered it, then I would say, oh, you know what? I'm doing something wrong. I am, I don't remember the okay? I don't remember it. If I remembered it, then I would say, I can't act like this, because you know what? The type of family that I was brought up in, you don't act this way, and this is embarrassing. It's not me. It's, You're it's, doing it's it right strange. now, I think it's girl. the circumstances that I'm not used to, and I'm not comfortable. Sharp objects shouldn't be around you. Maybe you should seek professional help in the meantime, too. You know what? It's never happened to me before. If it happened before, then I'll say I was unstable. Don't make your little comments. I didn't throw Don't judge me. I didn't throw fists. Just shut up. I didn't throw fists, sweetheart. You know what? I will throw fists again, so you better shut up. Jody is starting with me, and I just, like, don't like it. Oh, maybe you should see a psychiatrist. Like, bitch, shut up. Do not disrespect me. I feel like I'm just too good for all this, you know what I mean? Oh, you know what? You're too good for all this? I come from the most privileged background you can ever I imagine, and I don't act this privilege. way. I don't come from a privileged exactly. background. That's pretty obvious. obvious. Just shut up and move. How you gonna talk to the girl like that? You just beat her up last night. Cause yes. she makes comments all the time. Everybody is gonna make comments. You're she around. She acts like she's better than everybody else. person now. The only person she worried about is Carrie. You don't deserve to put your hands on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're, you're right. in self-defense. You're right about so regardless of what happened the other night, last night was a new night. You know what I'm saying? Jody was sleeping in her bed. Regardless of what I happened, you know what I'm saying? I know you guys have your problems or whatever, but nobody deserves for somebody to put their hands on them. What is up? It is late at night. I am up. I just watched season one, episode three of the Baggers Club, titled Quick Fix. It is me, Ash. I am back again. And uh, this episode is a lot more eventful than episode two. So, yeah, things are finally starting to pick up after the whole Ripsy incident. Um, This episode, like I said, this episode is called Quick Fix. It premiered December 19th. 2006 it's a merry christmas um because i think yeah that was the last episode before christmas and then um it came back on in january this show is actually on for a very very long time. Um, it the first season went up until like the spring of '07. That's so weird. I mean, I guess it's not that weird, but it's kind of weird. I don't remember the other seasons being that long, but maybe they were. I don't know. We'll see when we get to those points. But I don't know. But um, then again, I sat through uh, season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Anybody who watches Drag Race knows that's the longest fucking season ever. So maybe I should just shut my ass up. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on. 
Um, so, episode two ended with um, Carrie giving an ultimatum. She says either Ripsy leaves or I leave. Now, off the top, I'm just going to say how I feel. <laughs> um, you should just let Carrie leave. I don't think the show is for her. Uh, I think Ripsy would have benefited better, but maybe she wouldn't have. And as we see later in the episode, Ripsy kind of maybe feels like she shouldn't have been there. But we will get to that when we get there. So let's um, let's uh, start with the episode starts. Um, so they're still having their house meeting. Ripsy is trying to explain herself. And she's starting to get a little pissed off. Um, not so much at Carrie. She's very remorseful towards Carrie, but Jody keeps saying things like, you know, you need professional help and all this kind of stuff. And Ripsy's like, look, we're not going to do all that. And she starts popping off at her and they're going back and forth. And then <laughs> Ripsy's like, I come from a very privileged background. And Jody's telling her how she doesn't come from, a, how she, or Jody, does not come from a privileged background. And, uh, excuse me, I'm just wondering, like, what, what if this has to do with anything? It's a very funny. Um, so, yeah, um, Carrie has ultimately made up her mind. Uh, Jody pretty much leaves the room, so she's kind of out of the conversation. Carrie makes up her mind. She's basically like, if she stays, I'm out. So Ripsy decides to um, leave. Um, Ripsy says that maybe home is where she's supposed to be. So she kind of just accepts her fate. And it's just like, maybe it's a sign I need to be at home. So, um, but, <clears throat> so, um, Where was I? I had to take a quick pause for a second. Um, yes, so um, Zara says, you know, if Carrie's so scared of Ripsy, then she should be the one to leave, and I kind of agree with her. Um, Zara is just very, very distraught and beside herself that her best friend in the house is leaving. Um, so, um, while Ripsy is getting ready to go, Jody and Carrie, uh, they just leave the house. Um, Carrie's just like, you know, I guess she needs to get out of the house and Jody just doesn't give a fuck that Ripsy's leaving. So, yeah, they, they don't really give a fuck about giving any having any kind of like goodbyes with her um and uh carrie apparently needs security from her boyfriend who's coming that's a stupid situation which i'll I'll touch on that a little more later um but anyway back at the house she's saying goodbye and uh she gives away all of her like nice designer clothes 
which um hell yeah i'd be in that room getting as much shit as i could i'd be like up in there like amy amy was like yeah thank you girl like i would have been in there like amy like yes thank you so much for all this nice stuff do you need any clothes do you need anything because i have so much extra i don't even need it like tank tops yeah my louis do you want this who's gonna wear this hoochie mama shirt diesel skirt who wants a really sassy dress? You loved it. I love you, girl. You just gave me a $500 dress. Oh, Ripsy, you're so sweet, honey. Bye, Ripsy. Knowing you for four days was great because you gave me a Nicole Miller dress. That's all I had to do was know you for four days. Thank you. Um, which, that's how you can tell. Ripsy's, Ripsy's not a happy person. Ripsy, she's got, like, pretty much everything, you know? She's not happy. Um, and those little material shit don't care doesn't matter to her and she wants her friends to have something to remember her by I think it's really sweet um some of the stuff was cute like some of their shoes and stuff were cute um she had like nice bags like yeah I would have definitely been in that room getting some stuff um and then Ripsy puts on like a really nice outfit like to leave the house it's kind of funny I was like she got all dressed to leave the house but I don't know if I don't know why like I don't know if maybe she wanted to just like look good on her way out or you know if maybe um because she kind of comes from this privileged background maybe when she's around her parents you know they expect her to look a certain way i don't know but she looked very nice when she left the house um so the girls help her pack her stuff and you know she's she's on out of the door you know ripsy says some stuff that uh, is kind of sad you know when she's driving away she's just like i have all this stuff and i'm still not happy and she says that she's got a void. She has a void. And she's looking for something and she just doesn't know what it is. So, you know, maybe it was for the best that she left that house. I think she was hoping to get something out of it. And whatever it was, she didn't get it. So, yeah. it sucks to see her leave. But um, she clearly was, was you know, not not happy. So goodbye, Ripsy. It's crazy though because Ripsy was only in that house for what, like a couple of days, and she made more of an impact than a lot of other bag bag club girls. That's for sure. That's something you can't take away from her. Um. So the other the other two, uh, Jody and Carrie, they come back, and by the time they get back, Ripsy's gone. And then Carrie's like, "Oh, I feel bad that Ripsy left because of me." I'm like okay but you're the one that kept saying you didn't feel safe with her there she did what you wanted so you know i don't want to hear that shit now you know it's like shut up um and uh yeah like i think like carrie's boyfriend is coming in that day like she was like he's coming in like 30 minutes and you know they mention um like how expensive that is like ty is like this one i must really love her this is a good guy he's spending all this money you know, to, to come and, because, uh, yeah, it's 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 not cheap to uh, get, like, tickets that close to, you know, when you're trying to take off. So, um, I wonder if he flew Southwest. <laughs> he probably, he definitely didn't fly Spirit. <laughs> oh, my God. So Amy um makes some statements that I definitely agree with. Uh she's like 
she's like i don't understand why he needs to come out here she's got like a few scratches like girl get over it stop being a baby and i i feel the same way like you're in a bad the bad girls club a bad girl doesn't need her man to come coddle her because she got scratched up by a little drunk munchkin it's like oh my god like girl get a grip get a grip um so i definitely agree with amy on that it's like girl shut up (laughs) oh boy so uh he finally shows up his name is david i think who cares you know who gives a fuck i think it is david though David shows up in his best cargo shorts and flip-flops and, you know, whatever the hell else men were wearing in the, uh, the 2000s. Um, he's not ugly by any means, though. He's a, you know, he's an okay-looking guy. Um, you know, she's all, oh, it's okay, you're here, you know, she's doing all this, and um you know they embrace and all that and then um she takes him out to show him the scene of the crime to show the where the traumatic events took place that night you know and it's so funny because she's like that couch over there that's where she uh scratched me and he's just like this house is fucking sweet he says something like that it's so fucking funny it's like and she's like hey it's all about me you need to listen to me and it's and he's he's just fascinated by how beautiful this house is. It's so fucking funny. Um and um then they're sitting and talking and she starts that bullshit. And this was so funny to me. It was one of those I call it a roll that beautiful bean footage moment. And that's when somebody says some shit and some footage is shown either like right before or right after that proves otherwise. I fucking love that shit. One of my favorite um, instances of that is when um, uh, <laughs> on RuPaul's Drag Race season two and uh, Tatiana tells Raven something along the lines of like, I know you think I'm not shit. And she's like, I didn't say that. I would never say that. And then it immediately cuts to a clip of her being like, her look was shit. Her runway was shit. Her trying to... <laughs> Her trying to sell her book to the, because they had to like the challenge was to like sell a book or something. She was like, her trying to sell her book was shit. Her trying to talk to the judges was shit. She shit. It was something along those lines. But if anyone is a RuPaul's Drag Drag Race fan, they know the moment I'm talking about, and it's so fucking good. That's what I. I would never say that. Her interview was shit. Her look was shit. Her book cover was shit. Her trying to launch and sell her book to the judges was shit. She shit. I call it roll that beautiful bean footage moment. Because she's crying. She's like, nobody tried to get her off me. And literally right before she, she does all that, there is a clip shown. And you see about three or four people's hands trying to pull Ripsy off of her. So that is complete bullshit. And she needs to stop. And, I'm, and it's like more and more I'm seeing the manipulative shit she's talking about. I'm like... At least you know it. At least you're self-aware. Because bitch is trying to milk everything for what it's worth. So. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, <laughs> as I'm watching, 
more and more. I'm just like, I feel I feel bad for this dude. She's kind of annoying. Like Carrie's kind of annoying. Um, so then um they're all kind of chilling, hanging out. Carrie is wearing one of the weirdest outfits I've ever seen in my life. She's wearing like this weird, like blue, silky crop top thing with like low rise jeans. Like nothing about the outfit makes sense. I, I I'm very confused. <clears throat> And uh, Ty is talking to them. And she asks, like, you know, why are you guys not married? You're such a perfect couple and all this stuff. And he points out that they've been together for, like, five years. And Kira's like, you know, it's a sensitive topic. I don't really want to talk about it. And Carrie's like, you know, I want to know more about myself before I commit to him. I want to take that time for me first before I commit. And that is totally fair it's totally fair but at the same time it's like is that something you communicated to him is this something he even knows or are you just dragging him along like i need to know a little more context because i can totally support a woman wanting to do that a woman or a man anybody that's like i want to explore more for me but just something you need, you need to communicate to your partner too and don't just string them along because if this person might be ready for this thing maybe they need to go find another person who's ready for that thing instead of you know doing whatever with you i don't know but or maybe she has made this clear to him and he doesn't give a fuck i don't know uh so then we cut to some of the girls had a, it looks like a swap meet i think it's a swap meet um and they buy like this little turtle and they name it versace random uh <laughs> i don't really have much else to say about that um Oh, and then, okay, so then we see Carrie and David in the house, and she calls this man bitch, like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm your bitch, the way you act, like, I'm like, oh my god, this guy, I'm like, this man, I'm like, my my guy, my guy, like, why are you letting this woman embarrass you on TV like this? <laughs> I just, uh, she don't like this man, um, so then we cut to more interesting going things going on with the, the other girls in the house discussing a new potential roomie coming, which we do know one does show up later, but we'll talk about her when she arrives. Um, and then we cut to uh, Carrie and David at dinner. It's boring. He says she's distant. <laughs> whatever it's kind of annoying me because um i'm not even that kind of girl i'm not even like you know usually i'm like i'm siding with women you know i'm like yeah you know let her do her thing but it's like what are you doing like you're the one that called him crying and boohooing and this man comes out here because you the way you portrayed yourself was that you were super super upset so what did you think this man was gonna do i mean you know i'm just like <sighs> I'm so over this. I don't give a... It's, it's not even worth talking about. Um, So Jody's having a conversation with Zara. She's going on and on and on about Ripsy. And my thing is, Ripsy is gone from the house. Why don't you fucking let it go? Um, And she's like, Zara, you should have done more. And Zara's like, I was too fucking drunk to know what was going on. Which I believe. Like, she's probably too drunk to even understand how serious the situation was. I totally believe that. Because she was just as drunk as Ripsy's ass was. 
and she's like and nobody and then i don't know what where this this narrative is coming from that nobody helped carrie people were helping carrie she's like everyone's sitting around laughing i think at one point like they were kind of laughing but i would say for most of those times when she came after her they were grabbing her and so i don't know where this this keeps coming from and then of course she's got to bring up lily you know jody's still got this problem with lily and she's like lily is such a hypocrite because lily is telling everybody they need to have her back then she can't help you know she can't help anybody when stuff's happening to them it's like no she helped carrie when stuff was happening she just didn't want to help your ass and i can see why she didn't help you because last time she helped you it bit her in the ass so why would she jump in and help you again like girl <laughs> shut up <laughs> like I'm, I, I, you know it's just like ripsy's gone she's gone she's gone from the house why are we still talking about this? Let it go. Um, so uh, we find out at one point that Carrie's boyfriend spent 600 for those tickets, which at the time was a lot of money. But now I'm like, only 600 for like next day ticket? That ain't shit. That ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, like that's actually like not bad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, he got a, he kind of got a steal. I think, I think he got a steal getting six hundred. Like, whoo, that inflation, baby, that inflation. And I think like that, and like a combination of that and the pandemic, and uh, and just <sighs> flying, flying is never the same. You know, first it was nine eleven that changed everything. Then it was like the recession and inflation, and then it was fucking the pandemic it's like we, we, we can't ever win so <laughs> he's gone like the next day i think i think he only stayed there for like a day maybe i don't know he was there for a very short time and but you know like they probably only allow him to stay there for a certain amount of time too you know like you know production's gotta do what they gotta do she can't be sitting around with her boyfriend all fucking day but she don't really seem to you know she ready to send him on his way, which is wild to me because I'm like, you were the one crying to him and oh, I need him here and even my security and all this kind of stuff. But she was so happy to just send him on his happy fucking way. I was just like, she couldn't wait to, she could not wait to shut that cab door and say goodbye. <laughs> I'm like, okay, girl. Uh, So they waste no time having steve the pool cleaner show up um you know i don't know steve doesn't do anything for me um and when i say somebody doesn't do anything for me that doesn't mean i think they're ugly it's just they just don't do anything for me steve just doesn't do anything for me and and on top of that he looks very you know these people look very of the time and like a lot of that is not attractive to me anymore in 2023 um but yeah even then he really don't do much for me like he's got a nice body and stuff but he just he just don't do nothing for me but the girls are very excited he's there like oh he's hot the hot pool boy you know do 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 
And of the most thirsty, Jody and Carrie, I mean, that that cab wasn't even a, a mile. That cab probably didn't even make it to the fucking airport yet before Carrie is slobbering and drooling and thirsty for Steve. It's just, it's, it's crazy. I'm like, baby, I don't even think he's gone through, he probably hasn't even gone through fucking TSA. You know, goddamn. Like, <laughs> baby girl is wasting no time. Uh, he's hot. Mm -hmm. I love his tattoo. Let me just touch it. Jody and I are both excited because he's hot and fresh meat in the house. Lay down and let us look at you. Steve is definitely my type. I mean, he's nice to look at. <laughs> All right. See you, bad girl. Yeah, we have to take you upstairs. All right. Is that your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's adorable. He just left. You oh. missed him. <laughs> Do you miss him? <laughs> Your boyfriend's gonna be mad. <laughs> I love attention. I like to flirt. I still want to have a good time. Uh, so, uh, they're sitting outside and watching him being thirsty. And I don't think this man is no actual pool cleaner. He can't be. He can't be because he wasn't doing shit. He was just dragging that little scooper thing up and down. He wasn't cleaning a goddamn thing. And then he, they were like, what if I drown? And he's like, I'm a lifeguard too. Sure you are. Um, so then they decided to show him around the house. Amy is not feeling him. She's like, girl, whatever. You know, she's not. She's not interested. Um, again, a lot of what Amy says, I'm typically like <laughs> agreeing with. Um, and, uh, Um, they happen to come across a photo of Carrie and David, and um, Steve is asking about him. He's like, "Oh, is that your boyfriend? That's cute. Do you miss him?" And when I tell you that girl just was giggling and giggling, and she didn't have no kind of answer, none at all. I like. I really wonder, like. How did the conversation go with them at home <laughs> after she got home? Because she played in this man's face so bad. Like, I kind of want to speak on that because I get it. You know, you can have that guy who's just really good on paper. But it's not going to work if he likes you way more than you like him. And I think that's the case. You know, he's a good guy, but, you know, if Carrie's not feeling it, she's not feeling it. If the chemistry's not there, I'm not telling her to force it. But also, at the same time, what are you doing? Because it is it is coming off very manipulative. And, you know, I've been there. There's guys that, you know, they liked me and they nice to me and they do these things for me. And on paper, it all sounds good. And on top of that, they didn't look nearly as attractive as david i don't think david's like super super hot but you know he's a decent looking guy these guys didn't even look like him so it's like <sighs> but if it's not there it's not there and you, you can't fake the funk i get it and you just can't you can't fake chemistry if it's not there and if it's not into me not feeling them but i just i just think didn't like just break it off with this dude but, you know what the fuck are you doing because um, I remember, like, even when they were at dinner, even when they were at dinner, and um, 
she says something along the lines of if we're together when i get back home and he's like if it's just like oh my god just, just stop it stop like, i'm feeling so bad for this man so she proceeds to get steve's number and um they're all they cut to, to the nighttime and they're all getting ready um jody is you know penciling in them thin ass eyebrows and uh they're getting ready to go to the club and pool boy is gonna meet them at the club and this is a fateful evening because this marks the debut and and, and on throughout these seasons of bad girls club there's been many men that have come through the house but one of the most memorable ones is this one toxic ass comic oh god apparently he's steve's friend um we'll get more on him because i think the next episode the next episode i think it's called atomic bomb or something like that so i think it focuses on that um Tomic was, he kind of had a thing with Zara. Um, again, we'll get into it more in the next episode. But yeah, the, uh, Zara's storyline this season mostly is just her and this bullshit with Tomic. And I just, uh, it's like, even, okay, because I'll even say, with Steve, even though Steve is not really my type, I can admit, you know, he's an alright looking guy. Tomic is just this little fucking early 2000s douche, little fake rocker boy weasel. It just... Ugh. Ugh. And I don't know, maybe the man's changed now. Maybe he's completely different. So I don't want to shit on him too much. But I'm talking about the Tomic that I saw in Bad Girls Club. And the Tomic I saw in ta- Bad Girls Club was toxic, toxic, toxic. Toxic ass Tomic, okay? I couldn't stand his little ass. Um, so yeah, as soon as I, cause I knew it was coming, I was like, "Oh, there he is." We, so we're gonna get to that. Um, so then we we pretty much end the episode with all of them having a good time at the club, and Carrie is dancing all over Steve. She's the and uh, okay, I'm gonna say this. I'm one of those girls, cause there's some girls. When they have a man and they're at the club, they don't dance with other dudes. And that's fine. You know, if that's the boundary you set, then that's the boundary you set. Um, a lot of these dudes in the club gross anyway. You ain't entitled to dance on none of them. Single or not. Um I'm I am not one of those girls. <laughs> um I don't consider dancing with someone cheating. It's another thing if like I start making out with the guy or something, but I don't see anything wrong with dancing at the club. That's what you're there to do. You're there to dance. And as long as I don't start making out with this guy or get his number or something, I don't see what's wrong with them. Dance with a guy I'm never gonna see again anyway. Who gives a shit? We're in a we're in a dark place. We're having a good time. So I don't really like I'm not I don't see anything wrong with her dancing on him. But at the same time, the optics don't look good because, I mean, 
she did all that crying and boohooing for her man to rush to her rescue and the second he's gone she's dancing up on steve it doesn't look good the optics don't look good like you know i can dance on other guys and still be a good girlfriend you know it's like god damn you know i don't know <laughs> it ain't looking good and then the, <laughs> the editors are so fucking shady so because we don't know when this voicemail was left but of course they edit it to make it look like um he let he left his voicemail as they were at the club the left voicemail could have been left at any time and it was like, hey, this is David. I'm just calling for Carrie. Just call me when you get a chance. And then, like, it's like a split screen with, on the other side, it's her dancing on Steve. It's just so fucking shady. And I'm just, I feel really bad for David because the, <laughs> the episode played the fuck out of that man. And <laughs> that's all I got to say. So, um... In summary, my feelings about this episode. Um, I'm sad to see Carrie leave. Carrie, did I say Carrie? I mean, I'm sad to see Ripsy leave. I'm sad to see Ripsy leave. I wish Carrie had left. Um, Carrie having her boyfriend visit was completely unnecessary. I think she low-key embarrassed that man on TV. Um, I'm very indifferent about Steve. I could give a fuck. Uh, Atomic sucks. <laughs> and that's all I gotta say. So I will be back <laughs> for episode three. Um, episode, or is it episode four? Episode four. Yes, episode four. That brings us into the new year, January 2nd, 2007. And, um, it's called Atomic Bomb. That is such a cute, even though I hate Atomic, that's a cute, um, name for the episode. I actually really like that. And it's very accurate because he is a bomb that just comes in and just fucks up the whole season and just gets on my fucking nerves. So, yeah. Should be a fun episode to talk about. For right now, these episodes are my, when I say episodes, I mean my podcast episodes. My podcast episodes are not very long because um, these episodes are, are so short. And it's kind of hard to talk about these 30-minute episodes. And I'm, I mean... I'm trying to see, okay, season two, the episodes are also 30 minutes, season three, the episodes are 30 minutes, season four, 30 minutes, are they, have they, I, th I thought they started getting longer, but they didn't, I guess they've always been 30 minute episodes, I, for some reason. Because I know at least the seasons did get shorter. So I guess with the seasons getting shorter, I thought that the episodes got longer. But they didn't. But I felt like so much more happened in these episodes. But again, this is an old season. And 
like the very first season, so it just wasn't very. It was just very uneventful. Like it gets more fun in the 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 later seasons. Yeah, I'm looking through, and this the episodes never got longer. For some reason, I thought they did, and they didn't. I don't know why I sound so sad about that. <laughs> but no, they don't. They've always they've always been um 30 minutes and they continue to be that way. So, I guess I was wrong there. But the seasons definitely they did get shorter. Because this first season is long. And then I don't know if I'm going to cover the bad girl's road trip. I probably if I do, I will probably just split the whole season up into like one or two episodes because it was a one-off thing they never did it again it was only um three girls in the main cast and then some other girls kind of made appearances um yeah it was only six episodes so yeah if i cover it it's literally gonna be episode one episode about the first half, one episode about the second half, or if it's that condensed, I might just make it one episode about the whole season, but it will not be more than two episodes about that season. Um, if I had, <laughs> if I had listeners, I would probably make it like a bonus and put it behind a paywall, but I ain't in a position to do that right now, so I'm just gonna put it out. But, um, yeah, I'll do a little bonus, little bonus, bonus about it. Do do do. Okay, well, that is all I have left to talk about for this episode. This was really fun, and. uh I'll be back for episode four. It was nice talking. Bye.